Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. Everybody's talking about crime these days, but there's certainly been one particular violent robbery that the whole nation's talking about, and that is the the robbery, the beating in Bucktown. I am so appreciative that Alderman Scott Wagespach decided to join us because so many people just kind of shy away from the difficult questions. But there you were last night in front of your constituents. And what did they have to say, Scott? Well, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, We had a pretty long CAPS meeting, and then we went probably a little over another hour uh, just trying to answer every question or concern that people had. But, um, yeah, I would say a couple hundred people showed up, and we had the police there, and we just talked about the uh, violent crimes that obviously happened in Bucktown, I think the one that everybody saw on TV, but, but also about crimes that have been happening across the city, you know, whether it's in Chatham or Austin or um, in the Loop, uh, in Bucktown, Rogers Park, across the city, that the questions came up um, from everyone. They weren't just concerned about our own neighborhood, but the whole city. And one of the points made, I think, by one of the people running the CAPS meeting said that most of the targets are men, and they're alone. And often when they take your wallet and your phone, they discard both within a matter of a couple blocks. Then they've got no evidence on them. They just want the money, and they move on to the next victim. Yeah, and you know what the police have been doing, uh, not only through our CAPS meetings, but um, at least in the 14th District, 19th, where, you know, we're working, uh, they're doing a lot of outreach to everyone. You know, the night before this CAPS meeting, we had a a meeting with a lot of senior citizens, and we talked about um, how they can stay safe and what they need to do to work together, um, whether it's in a a senior building or if they're just walking down the street. So um, the, the most recent ones might be targeting some, you know, people walking down the street but it can happen anywhere so we're we're trying to make sure people are aware across the board they said robberies are up about 24 percent compared to this time last year and the sharpest rise is in the grand central police district where you know you're talking about belmont Cragen and hermosa there and they've seen 514 robberies so far this year you haven't seen that many in your district have you uh, we've seen quite a few. We, um, we have numbers that are up as well. Uh, I think it's been an unbelievable surge in the number, you know, just armed robberies. The carjackings have gone down a little bit, but, you know, the attempted ones, the theft, to me, it's all the same. Uh, a lot of this violent activity, you know, we're trying to find ways to stop it. I think that was the key thing last night. People weren't just sort of showing up to the meeting and and angry. They wanted uh, what the solutions were. And I, look, I, I know we have to have long-term solutions, but we also need immediate solutions. And I think we took it a little into the realm of uh, we also need every elected official and every leader in the city to step up and say this is unacceptable. And that's not what I've been hearing lately. Well, who, who what have you been hearing otherwise and from whom? Well, I think, um, you know, I have colleagues on the council floor who are um, in many ways opposed to the police department um, because of a lot of what's happened in the past. But uh, I tell them it doesn't matter what neighborhood you represent. We need to uh, go at this issue 
immediately, and we need to uh, try to put a stop to a lot of the violence. And I also, you know, I've had conversations with the mayor. Um, I've been pretty upset with the response that, you know, when someone's shot to death or someone's beaten, like in the uh, Dickens Alley robbery that did make a national news, I want to hear, a, you know, basically a full-throated, this is unacceptable. We cannot continue to, uh, not that we're encouraging this activity, but not condemn it wholeheartedly from the mayor, the city council, uh, our Cook County leadership with judges and the state's attorney. We just don't see that. And that's very frustrating for, I think, a lot of the people who showed up at the meeting last night and other CAPS meetings, but for me personally, too. Alderman, do you think the mayor has been self-peddling some of this? Uh, I, I, some of the comments that I've heard over the last several months have been a little um, ineffective and, and disturbing, and I think uh, that's what we're looking for with a new superintendent. You know, we just appointed the new superintendent, Larry Snelling. I think everybody wants to work together. Everybody wants to make sure that we attack this issue head on of not just the robberies, but all sorts of crimes. And, and I think hopefully he'll be able to te- take that leadership uh, helm and, and really push back on what's been happening in this city. Do you? Th- I'm sorry, Lisa, but uh, do you think then, but you, you just described the problem, not the problem, but one of the issues is being the mayor and his response to this. Uh, the new superintendent works for the mayor. I mean, do you think he will stand up to him, or do you think that he will effect a change when it comes to, to reaction and communication? Oh, I think he'll do a great job in terms of reaction and hopefully proactive uh, measures. You know, we have a lot of great officers in this city. They do a wonderful job of communicating with us that, you know, we try to get out there to the community. Um, I hope he kind of takes the lead from the officers that we work with out on the street. Um, and then I hope that kind of permeates uh, the fifth floor and and how they approach things, too. Um, I know we're living in different times than, than we used to, but... Um, and we do want to collaborate, but at the same time, we have to be on the same page about making sure that all of these uh, issues, that we have the enforcement, that we have the prosecution and adjudication of people in a, in a proper manner, and that has to be coming from all levels of government. We are at a different time, but it's frustrating because we're at a moment in time where we've never had such effective technology, license plate readers, you know, shot spotters, uh, surveillance video. And I feel that every time we see a person's face that's committing one of these crimes, I'm worried there's not enough follow-up to determine who that is. If we could find everybody who participated in the January 6th event, how is it that we can't find people whose faces we can clearly see on video? Well, yeah, the technology helps. Um, we've used uh, a lot of funding for new cameras in my ward, the 32nd. License plate readers, I believe in ShotSpotter and the work that it has done. Um, you know, we're talking about using drones more often. But I think the big thing is uh, neighborhoods and the community and the people that live in it. Um, they need to stand up. They need to identify these people. When you look at that video from the, the alley attack um, in Bucktown, it's very clear uh, who that person is, and somebody in the city has to give, uh, you know, some measure here and say enough is enough and turn that person in. Um, but that needs to happen on a lot of these other crimes as well. Well, that's uh, we that's my point. Is you in. you have the you have 
his face. You have the face of one of the people who committed this crime. Is the Chicago Police Department following through and running that against a database? Because I find it hard to believe if you're going to brutally beat someone as badly as this guy did that you haven't committed a crime in the past. Yeah, well, while we're not sure about that, I would I would uh, bet that they are, that anything um, that they run it through detective divisions or, you know, gang units or anything like that where these people... Um, you know, have committed prior crimes. And I think the department does a pretty good job on some of those cases. Sometimes it's more difficult, but I feel confident that our offices are committed to doing that. And how is that resident in Bucktown who was beat brutally that the whole world is now seen? Yeah, he's a, he works uh, right off of Damon Avenue. And uh, I saw a video I've heard through emails from our local businesses there that he's doing much better, no broken bones. Um, you know, I think lucky in some way. I think the, the key, though, is that, again, uh, we need to stand up as a community. The, the meeting we had last night with, with seemed like a couple hundred people. Um, everybody was there to uh, be involved and say that they want to put a stop to it. And I think that message resounds across the city. Well, I was on your website, and when it comes to safety and crime, this is what you suggest. Report the crime, because not all neighbors report every crime, and you suggest that they do. Become a court advocate, start a block club, and attend those CAPS meetings. So if you said there's two or 300 people there last night, well, that means there were probably thousands who weren't there. So I hope people start paying attention to that, because we're, we're stronger. We have bigger numbers than the criminals, and I feel that people are ready to put a stop to it. I, I totally agree with you, and uh, I hope that people hear that message and, you know, work harder together to do away with a lot of this criminal mindset and conduct. Thank you so much for joining us, Scott. I appreciate it. Thank you. Scott Wagusback, Alderman of the 32nd Ward. Steve has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.